Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Listen, you guys know I'm a little high maintenance with certain things. And you know, with my hair, oh my God, especially. I have difficult hair. And the only products I use are whey. Now, here's the thing. I like something high-end. You know, I'm a little bit of a diva. But I have found that most high-end hair products cost so much freaking money. Well, not whey. I love their detox shampoo. It smells so freaking good. It helps with oiliness and unwanted shine. I also use their anti-dandruff shampoo. Listen, I'll admit it. It's great. It fights flakes. It also smooths my scalp and it's so gentle. It doesn't irritate. Their scalp serum. Oh my God. So that's my favorite. That's a daily product. You can use it day or night. I use it in the morning and it just helps. It leaves your hair so, it smells so good. It leaves your hair stronger and fuller. Healthy, happy hair starts here. So go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code VELVETROPE for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. AI.com, use code Velvet Rope, and you'll get 15% off. You will love these hair care products. And you can thank me later. Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the Velvet Rope. Let's just get right into it. She's in a mood today, girls. Not me. It's Miss Sarah Frazier. You're in a mood, girl. You're in a mood. Uh, I am. David, I am in a mood. I I have had the best, one of the best years of my life, like career-wise, family-wise. But this past week, it was like... Nothing, nothing could go right. I'm telling you. I mean, I had the craziest meetings. Like, you know this. I'm pitching this reality show. I had a meeting with a major website. Y'all have heard of it, but I won't say it, about potentially partnering, being a a sponsor. I mean, it was so bad. They just like from this get-go were like, are you looking for money? We're not, we, we, we are not giving money. We do not, we'll take pitches, but we are not interested in money. Well, what the fuck do you think is like going on in the world? Then I had a podcast company reach out to me 
wanting to carry my podcast, you and I've talked about this extensively offline and then, you know, all this wonderful initial meeting. And then my agent gets on the phone, you know, to, because what people don't realize here's behind the velvet rope again, slash Sarah Frazier reveal. If you're on a podcast network, the very few of these podcast networks do anything for you. So FYI, if you're going to launch a podcast and then your dream is to be picked up by, I don't know, iHeartRadio podcast or, um, I won't even name any names. I don't know what they do for people or they don't. Okay. But you and I know this because we've been approached by many networks over the years. They do not do shit for you. They make all these promises. We're going to get you on other people's podcasts. They're going to be on yours. Well, of course, what you find out is they might not want to have you on. They, they have busy schedules. Maybe their audience isn't your audience. Um, and they never will promise you money. And then when you get down to it and you say, look, I make X amount of money on my own. So what are you going to do for me? If I come to your network and tell all my fans to go and subscribe to you, well, we can't make you any promises. I'd have to own half the show. We'd have to own half the show. We have to own, we have to have rights. I'm not going to put all this work in and and not get something out of it. And it's like, okay, well, if you're going to own it, what kind of money are you going to give? I can't, I can't make any promises, David. I am spent. I am spent. I am, I am over this business currently today. I'm over it. If anybody wants a rant, I'm ready. Listen, I mean, I can't tell you, everyone always gets mad at me when I say lesser Bravo podcasts, but I can't tell you how many lesser Bravo podcasts than behind the (laughs) velvet rope. Sorry, I don't know what is so wrong with having confidence and and you're good at what I can't tell you how many I see go on these networks. And I'm like, man, I was just called for that yesterday. I, I agree with everything you say. I mean, it sounds sexy, like I heart. And then you're like, but I own behind the velvet rope. Like I own this. If I want, you know, you do not know my audience. Okay. These lo- lovely people listening, like you're going to start telling me what I can put out. And now, mind you, I am available for, 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 for purchase. Like you can exactly. own my soul. You exactly. can own my soul. Of course. I will, I will politely bow down to all these wonderful people listening but you you can own me. I don't know. I mean, not for a hundred thousand dollars. Like there's there's a big price here. But most of the like, time, if you want to buy, no, there's not even that. There's zero. Right, and I'm like, right. oh, I don't understand. If I I didn't know what I was doing, I didn't know what I was doing for the first month or three months. You could have had me on your network. Now that the ship is sailed, like. Oh, oh, right. I don't understand. You're going to help me with an edit or something like I do. Like, I yeah. don't need you for anything. Same thing. Well, we have this one on our network. We have that. So like, wait, like I could have Madonna on my podcast because she's on your network. Well, we would have to ask her. OK, well, I have a whole team that asks people all day and reaches out to celebrities. Um, I'm already doing that. I'm already paying. Like, I agree with you. It's there's it's bullshit. When you see a network, I told you who we don't need to mention the name. I'm a huge famous podcaster called me recently for advice and was like, I'm leaving my network. And I'm like, sweetie, like you should like, and these people on the networks, they don't even know how to do the things we do. Cause they have a network, do some of the things that it's like, just learn it all. It just, it's the way to go. Independence people, independence. And build I don't it know. on your own. Build it, build on, it your on your own. own. And I, I'm frustrated with myself because I'm halfway between just like stopping you know, because, you know, I'm here in Hollywood to be a producer, partially to be a producer and pitch my stuff. But then I'm all, like, I'm halfway of still playing this game of like pitching to networks and going through all these things. And then just saying to myself, just just do it all on your own. Build your own thing. Um, You know, figure it out. Shoot your own stuff. Figure out a place that you can put it. 
um, where it can, because, you know, I'm like kind of X rated. So like, I don't want to do fucking PG stuff. Like, so it's like, find out. I where told you, you this. They might say, you know, and listen, I mean, it's almost like, unlike all these housewives who like, you know, we parted ways and this and that, like that can't admit that they were fired. Ramona just did a new article where it's a little, she's kind of backtracking on her. Like I've decided to part ways from the network. Unlike that, I, I, I'm going to admit it. I've been fired from so many. I've been fired pretty much, I think, from every job I ever had. I got an attitude, guys, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> I like am very humble socially, but not with work. Like I know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. I'm going to compare myself oh. to be- I was a lawyer that I ran a staffing agency that I sold. Like I go into a new business venture and I don't know anything. And I'm like, get the, get out of my way. I need to re it's I, I compare myself to Bethany. I mean, Bethany is in be strong. Like she doesn't know how to do that. She, she learned, she's like, I go in, I, I read, I pay attention. I figure it out. That's, I mean, entertainment business in, in, in interviewing celebrities. I didn't go to school for that. I just you know, you learn it. And I'm really good at interviewing. Um, you know, I mean, I listen again, please, please don't think I have an ego. I, 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 I suck at life. I literally suck at life. I can't drive a car. I don't know how to change a light bulb. Like, please don't think I have an ego, but I'm great at my job. And so like, unlike these house, so I, I get fired from jobs because you and I talked about it before. They don't want you to bring your A game. When you actually are trying to add it, you're like, they're like, oh, honey, forget it. they're no, like, you're no, fired. No. So yep. but unlike all these housewives, I will admit that I was fired from all these jobs. So where I'm going with this is I, if I went on a network, it would, we would come to blows within a minute. Now, again, if you pay me enough money that I don't care, you can give me a five-year clause and then I'll stay on and we could disband the, behind the velvet rope in five years. But I don't know why, but Ramona did. So this really does tie into Ramona. And then we'll talk more about you and like your bad week because no, don't go, don't go soft to me. But Ramona is, is she's backtracking a little bit from her statement that she's decided to pursue her own thing. She's like, well, we were all fired. I mean, she, okay, so you were all fired. You all lost your jobs on Roni. So she's kind of hedging a little bit, but she says, look, I'm 60 something girl. You're 66. Just, just admit it. Just, you know, I know who cares. You're fabulous. I mean, and she now already has built in fans. So just own, well, even if you're 76, you know, people are going to turn out for Ramona 100%. Well, she is like, listen, I, I can't believe I'm uttering these words. I cannot believe I am uttering these words because I interview all these ex-housewives and this and that. I'm like, girl, you would go back tomorrow. Look, I think Ramona would oh. go back, but she did a whole thing in this article. It was with the Daily Mail where she says like, you don't realize I'm really am enjoying not being on the show. And I really do believe her like I really think Ramona is oh, not gonna be one of these housewives look do I think Ramona would go back to legacy if they gave her a certain amount of money yes you and I talked about this sh shocking news that I heard that the people on Roni legacy were offered anywhere from like 15,000 to like 60,000 now everyone is offered a different amount so if you think of like Luanne de Lesseps, that's an OG we kind of need her versus like a Kelly Benzimon I heard some things of who was offered what, which I shouldn't even get it. Listen, give me a week and we can get into it. I just, it's going to be obvious where it came from if I, but someone that you would think would have had a lot of money is offered like a little bit. 
but the point is it's 50 to 15 to 60,000. Do I think Ramona would do legacy for like 60 grand? I actually don't. I actually really don't. So I think she would go back to housewives where she made a million dollars. Right. But when she says like, I'm enjoying my life. I have so much less stress right now. Like, I really think Ramona isn't going to be one of these housewives that her whole life is about the show, you know, 10 years from now. I really think Ramona, look, she spends her time between, I have three homes now, Sarah, so I understand. (laughs) I think, God, I am so full of myself today. But Ramona splits her time between Aspen and the Hamptons and the Upper East Side, and she's in Palm Beach. So I think she's, I really think we're not going to hear Ramona talking about the show. I think she's going to be like, she's fucking Christ. I don't want to do another interview about Roni. What do you think? I And I'm sorry you're having a bad week. Oh, I love you. You are a wonderful friend. And by the way, we went to LCLO, a, a favorite haunt of some of the RHOBH gals last night. It's an Italian restaurant in Beverly Hills. Put it on your list. We had a really nice dinner. And the staff was wonderful. I had just come from Bloomingdale's where they were absolute shit. So it was a really very refreshing. Um, anyhow, Ramona, um, I do think I... I do I think Ramona, I don't know that Ramona is enjoying retirement as much as she says she is. I mean, I think everybody loves the type of fame that Ramona experienced for years. I mean, Ramona was like a fan. I mean, she was always like divisive, but a real fan favorite, even through this Ebony stuff, right? Which was all these allegations that Ramona was racist or had made a racist comment. Again, you know, it was an investigation. Nothing was ever proven publicly, right? I don't know if I believe that so much. I did think it was interesting. You know, Avery has now launched this, which actually I thought was quite genius, a bachelorette and bachelor planning party uh, company. So she will help you. She'll do everything. Plan your bachelorette party, plan your bachelor party. Um, Is it called Back Boss? Am I saying it right? Yeah, I say Batch Boss. Oh, Batch Boss. Yeah. Why? Now, why do you think it's called Batch Boss? I mean, is she trying to do a play on like, you know, girl boss? Or... I thought it was like the bachelor bachelorette. I mean, listen, it's not that I don't think it's a great idea. It's like, it's just more like, yeah, I guess there's really, when you think of party planners, I mean, you can go to a regular party planner for this, but I guess if this is what you specialize in, more power to you. Hey, I'd like to see Avery on The Bachelor. I mean, I don't think she's going to start as The Bachelorette, but why can't she go on the show and be one of the contestants looking for something? I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water tastes so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! 
It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Ah. <sighs> Does everyone need to take a breath today? Listen, I can't tell you how stressed out I was all the time before I discovered Innovative Extracts. I mean, that shouldn't shock you, right? You listen to this podcast five days a week. I mean, do I seem like a calm person? Well, let me tell you, I am much, much calmer and much more relaxed and much better at work because of Innovative Extracts. Innovative Extracts offers a full lineup of CBD and THC products for everything. Anxiety, mood improvement, even pain, improved sleep. I sleep so much better now. If you need something to help take the edge off, look no further. They have gummies, creams, vapes. They even have these drops that you put under your tongue. They have a full line of Delta 8, 9, and 10 THC products, and they're legal and they don't require any medical card. So easy. And they ship to most states. And get this, right now they're giving 40%, which is crazy. What sponsor of ours gives 40% off? 40% off by using promo code VELVET, www.ie-cbd.com, and you get 40% off today by using the code VELVET at checkout big change in my life, which you guys know, I'm now splitting my time between New York and LA and LA is a driving town, except I don't drive. So, you know, I'm taking Ubers everywhere. And I swear to you, this is not the place to complain, but these Uber drivers are so, why are we speeding up if the traffic light is going from yellow to red? And then we think we're going to make the light, but then you slam on the brakes. None of that matters because I have relief band. Before relief band, I used to get sick on a daily basis with a severe headache, not any more. Relief Band is the number one cleared anti-nausea wristband that's been clinically proven to relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, even morning sickness. It's literally a band you wear on your wrist and you can change the intensity depending upon how you are feeling to make it stronger or weaker. So if you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. Go to ReliefBand.com and use promo code VELVET to get 20% off plus free shipping. Head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code VELVET for 20% off plus free shipping. You know, I mean, she also did come out and say, bless you. She also did come out and say, bless you. She also did come out and say, you know, I don't believe in the whole Nepo baby thing. And, you know, I never lived off my mother's name and fame. And I don't know about that one. But I mean, how do you escape it? Like if your parents are famous, I mean, you know, you you. I don't know how you don't, you know, I mean, I don't blame the kids necessarily. I mean, Nepo babies do have a huge leg up in whatever industry that their parents are legacy people in. Um, you know, Kaya I, Gerber I think... just spoke out about that. Cindy Crawford's daughter. What'd he say? She, um, she said, you know, like she's a model, but she's also an actress. She was in, she's dating, um, what the hell is his name from Elvis? The one who's like winning all the awards. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Austin um, Butler. Yes, yes, yes. She said, she was in American Horror Story. She, I'm paraphrasing. She basically said like, you know, like, yeah, like a name could get you in the door, but she's like, there's no child, like Nepo child that is like getting a job because of their parents, because a creator of art will not jeopardize their art for like their, their, their like friend. I don't believe that. Do you? I don't believe that. You know, that's not how the business works. Do you but like to get a part. Gerber, 
the and and Cindy Crawford have fr- friends so deep in this industry. Their children are given many many. Ch- now, do I think if they were like drugged out, you know, hot mess, like never performed, do I think they're getting a second chance? No, but I think Nepo babies are getting second, third, fourth chance. I mean, there's a line for everyone, but I don't believe that you know, Kaya Gerber is getting fired if she's three hours late for a very long time. I mean, these people know people. They've been in this business a hundred years. It's all about relationships. I don't, I don't blame them. So you think like, like a Billy Lord, who's like, you know, the daughter of Carrie Fisher from Star Wars and Brian Lord, who who owns CAA, who's, you know, we had Bruce Bozzi (laughs) on the show. I mean, but no, no, but her, you look at her in like American Horror Story and you're like, man, she is brilliant. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's like, I think it gets you in the door. I, I, you know, look, I don't, but I mean, we can't have American horror story go out to millions of people. If like you suck at acting, right. No, I agree. I just think you're given a lot of, um, you know, you're getting exposed to the best acting teachers. You're getting exposed to the best directors you're getting, you know, I think it also is about what doors open for you. I mean, if you, your dad runs CAA, I mean, and I mean, I'm not, that's... She's, she's Billy Lord is very talented and I'm not saying anything, taking anything away, Kaya Gerber, any of these people. I mean, they're beautiful. Great. And look, do you think I'm not here to help my son? Like I want, like my, I got to get my son out there and be a child actor now. I mean, you do. that's how it like, starts. I, I, I would start right now today. Exactly. That's how it starts. That so would I'm be, not... you, you want to know about your career down and all this bullshit. You're not sure it's what the in business my children. is. You're in LA, honey. I mean, I hate to say it like, Sorry, guys. Use your child. Sorry. I mean, I'm gonna hate blah blah blah. I mean, they they say fuck in front of your kid when he's out. But no, I mean, get the headshots, get this, get that. You know, teach them about the business. Have a have a good head on their shoulders. Stay there. Stay involved. But girl, do this and just fucking become a momager. Not now. Make till make wait till he gets money and is making money. But then become a full time momager. You'll protect him. You'll watch over. You know the business. But yeah, you're in LA, dude. That's your cash cow. Start today. That's my cash cow. I know. So, Sorry. so no, I, I I think they're given many, many, many a chances. That's that's the thing. And Avery, it, look, I mean, would the Daily Mail be doing an article on Avery Singer's bachelorette and bachelor planning party business if it wasn't for Ramona? Well, I think she was actually in the me. I'm, I'm like, I was reading it. I'm like, this is probably why Ramona agreed to this chat with the Daily Mail. She's listen. <laughs> Honey, I have been there. How many times have you seen on my show? Like we have my good friend, Joey Santos. I love Joey, but like, I mean, he's on the podcast sitting next to Janice Dickinson because you like hand delivered me Janice Dickinson. And he's like, who I was at a party with on Thursday night. That's another story. Maude Senior was there. Guys, things are happening out here in Hollywood. But, um, but, you know, like, listen, I'm good like that. See, if you, if you, Sarah, if you bring me, you know, whoever, and you're like, I'm going to be on it with you. Great. Which we'll talk about. We had a co-host Penny. Um, But, (laughs) but I mean, Avery is in that same article. So I'm sure Ramona's like, fine, I'll talk about fucking Roni, but Avery's got to be part of this. And, you know, she wants to promote Batch Boss. Uh, Brilliant. No shame. I would do it for all of my children too. Absolutely. I just just think, you know, Nepo babies, if I were a Nepo baby, I would own it. I would be like, yeah, my parents worked their asses off. Because, I mean, they did. Like a lot of, you know, I know Judd Apatow's daughters are getting it so much right now. One of them's in Euphoria. But, I mean, you know, like... 
their parents, their grandparents, I mean, they, they've worked in this business a long time. They've made sacrifice. You know, I mean, it's like anybody that has a leg up with a family business. I'm sure you grew up with friends. I have some friends, their parents had like heating AC plumbing businesses and they took them over. I mean, you're a Nepo baby of plumbing, you know, you have a huge advantage. Everything's already in place for you. So yeah, now you can make it a $4 million a year business. So Avery Singer, Nepo baby, 101. Sorry, Avery, you're a Nepo. Is, okay. is, is Avery Singer the ultimate Nepo baby? Um, But I don't know. So yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I get your point. And maybe Ramona is over, you know, maybe she's not over Housewives and Roni as much as I think she is. Um, What was I going to say? What would you, should we talk a little bit about our interview with Penny Puckett? <gasps> yes, because, you know... <laughs> Talk a lot of shit. And I walked away from that interview and I thought, you know, I'm glad that we're using our platforms for good because they're, I don't know how you feel. You give me, and you always do your honest feeling, but Penny Puckett to me was one of the most sincere human beings um, I've ever sat down with. And I thought, I feel really good about putting this interview out and I hope it helps her and somebody else. And I'll let you explain who she is and what we did. We interviewed it. It's, it's already out. It came out January 30th on Monday. If anyone is listening right now to you and I that has not listened to our interview with Jen Shaw's, one of Jen Shaw's victims, Penny Puckett, that is the interview to listen to. Really. I agree. People slip into my DMs. That was a great interview. That was a great interview. If you really listen to me every day, and they're not all great guys. And there are interviews that I'm like, that was horrible. Yeah. I, you try and they, I'm like, these are canned answers. We are not bonded. We don't need to bond in jail. It's just, you just, you're not. I absolutely loved, loved, loved Penny Puckett. Now I have no feelings. I am a cold person. There's no human feeling that goes on inside this body. Everyone says I'm so nice. I am nice, but you know, I'm like a cold person. You know, I have, I'm emotion, you know, I'm nice, but I'm cold. Just, I'm a New Yorker. I'm cold. Penny pulled on my heartstrings. She, listen, I hate, I, there's nothing more that I hate in this world. I mean, well, there are things. I hate a victim. I hate a victim mentality. The world has wronged you. You're a victim. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Get, I am from the Kim Kardashian school of get up and go to work. I don't want to hear it. Okay. So I don't like someone that's a victim and this and that. And now you have an actual real victim, someone that has really lost $40,000, was scammed by this horrible woman. And she is not acting like a victim. She is humble. She is sweet. She didn't say she's not looking for fame. Those and were not fake answers. It was an honest conversation, right? And she, of she all didn't... that 40 grand, and by the way, because people have said this, well, have the victims of Jen Shaw gotten any money back? Penny said on the interview, out of that 40 grand, she and her husband have only recouped, what was it, 13,000? That's all they've received back from Jen Shaw, who's for years now, and Penny, by the way, was scammed back in 2014. So this is years ago. Okay, she still has not received money back while Jen has spent years living off of other people's money. Penny was so ashamed of being scammed. She didn't even tell her kids for a long time until she had to because of the ABC documentary she was going to be on. Un she was embarrassed. Fucking believable. 
Yes. And my heart, like when, I mean, I, again, my heart doesn't go out to m- most human beings. My heart went out to her, at, at, a lot of it, but the thing that really got me, just me, is okay. when I asked, or you asked, one of us asked, like, you know, what would, what would you say if Jen called you? If Jen called you right now, Jen Shaw, what would you say to her? Great question, by the way, David. Like, what would you say to her? And before she got to her answer, she was, she said something like, I, I wouldn't even like know what to do. Like someone like, like famous and, and, and fancy and, and a suit, a, a, a celebrity like that doesn't call an ordinary person like me. I was like, I'm literally going to cry on air. It was like, so, this yeah. woman stole $40,000 and like, she basically is like, I, I wouldn't b- believe it. Like, why would a celebrity as a star like that call like an ordinary person like me? I was like, Penny, we even told her on air. We said, you are like, what? Like, wow. Like, no, this is a bad part. Like you can, you know, she just, she was like, then she did give an answer, but she was like, I would, I wouldn't even believe it because someone that famous would never call an ordinary Joe like me. I'm like, Penny, you are just right. She was not looking for fame. She wasn't. We, you and I included her blankets to where to purchase. She didn't say, I'm going to do this interview. If you do the link, you know, everyone's got a fucking condition out here in Hollywood guys. You know, she was, we're like, Penny, we're going to include your Etsy link. I told you, I'm thinking of buying a blanket. They're $75. Does anyone out there? I should do a giveaway. I should do I, a giveaway. You do one, do one. I'll do one too. She, I, I said to her, because, you know, obviously David and I do a lot of prep beforehand. We'd spoken to her on the phone before we did the interview. We always want to make sure our guests are comfortable, what they're going to talk about. Um, I had said to her on the phone, I said, you should set up a GoFundMe because our fans are so generous. People are going to want to help you. She said, no, I I, I don't want to anybody else you know, she said, if people want to help me, they can buy through my Etsy shop. I said, Penny, think about it. You should do, you should put your Venmo out there. You know, she's such a kind woman. And I mean, like she said, she, you know, cause we asked her, you know, if she'd been in touch with any of the other victims, she said she'd heard from some of them. None of them wanted to post their names because they're so ashamed. One woman, you know, her mother was scammed out of 40, 50 grand was suicidal. I mean, you know, what Jen did is so horrific. And I just, I, I'm glad that we could, you know, just show somebody because what is so important too about Penny's interview is maybe it will help someone else's parent or one of us like think twice before someone calls you and has a very clever scam where they're going to help you monetize your small business. They're going to help you, you know, build your website. So yeah, she couldn't have been more amazing. And the link, we'll post the link everywhere on our social media. It's been up, but Penny Puckett on Etsy. Yeah, yeah. no, I really, that to me is, A, we should win an Emmy. We were phenomenal. B, <laughs> like, that was a great interview. I'm really, this is not a sales pitch. Like, go listen to any, any episode you want. I don't give a fuck. There's so many bad interviews where people are just like, ugh. Honey, you're so media trained. You're giving me the stupidest canned answer. This woman is like really just, she was lovely. We emailed afterwards, but like, it wasn't like, you know, oh, now she's going to email every 10 minutes. Like she just was so, it's just enough. Like she just wasn't real. And I just, I, I really liked her. I really, really liked her. So there, I do somewhere have a heart in all of this. You're amazing. Oldness. 
Amazing. I don't know about amazing, but there's some glimmer of hope for me. Um, I for you. I have a blast with you. I love you. Thank you. I mean, you know, you all might think I make it look easy running this podcast, but four years later, I can tell you it hasn't been. The hardest part for me, honestly, has been hiring good people. I either can't find people that are qualified to do all these jobs that I need, editing, producing, or I find someone that qualified and then they leave me. It's not me, is it? I don't think so. But listen, now I can actually look forward to hiring because I have Indeed. It's really changed my life. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So I don't have to spend like multiple hours on different job sites and looking for people with the right skills. I have no spare time if you haven't noticed. And what I love is their Instamatch. As soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of qualified candidates whose resumes on Indeed match my job description. So I can invite them all to apply in one place right away. Quick, quick, quick. That's how I need to work here, people. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, like here behind the velvet rope, you have to make every dollar count. And that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash Velvet to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash Velvet. Let me say it one more time. Indeed.com slash Velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application, pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, You made me eat last night, even though I'm on the Ozempic, which I'm really on the Manjaro. Same thing. Why, you know, why is ever, well, I, yeah, I didn't want to eat. Um, but I ate for you. Why? I mean, you get sick if you eat on this drug. Why is everybody lying? Come out, come out, Kyle, wherever you are. Like, I don't understand. I really don't understand. And yes, I've gotten one or two DMs about how horrible I am. First of all, there's HIPAA laws, you know, so you don't know my doctor. You don't know my prescriber. You don't know why I'm taking this. You don't know if I have diabetes. I will not discuss my medical history here with any of you. However, I am taking it. So, but the majority, even though I got two nasty DMs about how horrible I am and I'm leading to the shortage, most People that DM about this issue, well, most people are asking for the hookup and how they can call this person. And most people are like, at least you're fucking telling the truth. I don't know why Chelsea Handler says she doesn't, she didn't know she was on Ozempic. Girl, it's, it's, you literally stick a needle into your abdomen once a week. So I don't know what, like, then what did you think you were sticking into you? That's all. By the way, you heard it here first, because in a month, when Erica Jane is like a size three or two or four, I don't know. Look at the pictures of Erica, guys. I'm going on the record that Erica Jane is on Ozempic. I'm. I would like to. I just. I'm the first one to say this. I don't know. She's getting smaller. She's getting smaller. You look. You there. thought she looked tinier um, out there in Paris and Paris. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. I, I truly from. The end of this, yeah, she was uh, under a lot of stress when she was going through that with Tom. I mean, she's so, so yeah, but I mean, there's no healthy lifestyle here where like you just, Erica, I, I don't buy that Erica, you know, lives in Beverly Hills and is now just eating clean and not when this drug is sitting right there. Wait, it's it's just, uh, diet and exercise, you know, David, from uh, Kyle Richards, it's diet and exercise, just good health. And can I just say something before we move on? I think people are like, you don't take this needle 
and stick it into you and then say, I'm on Ozempic. I'm having a key lime pie for breakfast. I'm having Chinese general sauce for lunch and I'm having a pizza for dinner. It's not like this is a miracle drug that you just stick it and then, you know, go and eat your way to, to, to sleep. It works because you stick yourself and there is no hunger and you are re sick to your stomach with all these side effects and food repulses you. And it also sits in your system. This is how it works. It's not, can't be healthy long-term. I mean, I'm on it. I'll deal with what happens when I need to go off it. But like the food, so like what we ate last night, Sarah, at, at this lovely El Cielo, we had yeah. Caesar salad each. I had lentil soup. You had lobster pasta you had lobster pasta and then ugh, sarah fraser orders two fucking desserts i'm gonna kill her but the point is lemon curd and cannolis sarah i can't okay that's i don't want to talk about it but you have digested that i would assume at this point considering yeah, the next month. yeah. It's, i haven't it's sitting in my stomach rotting at the moment sorry that's how this drug works you don't digest it so that what we ate so you feel sick it will take me like four days or three days to, that's how this drug works. The food sits in your stomach. And so you are possibly hungry because you've digested it and it's breakfast time. I'm not hungry because it's sitting in my stomach. So that's how the, that's how this drug works. It's not a miracle. Like, listen, so do you still... It is diet and exercise in a sense because you're not hungry. And when I am hungry it's so minimal that I'm not craving anything that I just eat a salad because believe it or not, boring salad makes you less sick than like anything rich or creamy. Oh, hot so I used no. to love hot sauces. All that like literally will make, I'm a little no. sick right now from our, our it's, it's when something sits in your stomach for three days and I'll, we can move on. When you say burp or, or have a feeling it's kind of gross and you don't have bad breath to other people because you have mints. And, but you but can taste it. The taste that I have on my mouth 24-7 is like right now I have the most vile taste in my mouth. I'm being honest. So well, I, 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 I'm not just, I'm just saying like, I think people think it's like some shortcut. I mean, it, it is, I guess, but it it doesn't, you don't take it. If you take it and you eat a key lime pie for breakfast and pizza, you will not lose weight just because you're on fucking Ozempic. Oh my God, you'll make yourself so sick too. No By the I. way, our listeners DM'd me and wanted me to ask you if you feel like you have Ozempic face. Have you heard about this? Now I'm hearing about have... it. I'm hearing about it. I don't understand. I mean, I asked Kim D, I don't but think Kim D is not on it, by the way. Let's, for the record, make it clear. Kim D is truly like, she is has her own things where she eats like a bird. She eats like a fucking bird. So Kim is thin just because she just doesn't eat. What is a Zempic face? Like it just, it's sagging because well, you lost yeah. so much weight. Yeah. Which basically happens to anybody that loses weight. I'm sure you've seen this, you know, it's like, I'm, I've lost 70 pounds, like over my lifetime and your, your face just changes. Like you get that, that kind of caved cheek look. I mean, you do. I have like that. that. I you like know. that. But do you feel like the skin is sagging more? Cause there's no fat to hold it up. Like no. you're just, I don't think no. you do. You don't look like you have it either. And I would be honest, I mean, I have, listen, I've been, I've lost weight before. I mean, I've had a thinner face than this even. No, nothing is sagging. I understand they say, listen, I have filler in my cheeks. Again, I admit the things I have done. 
But I mean, I know they're saying like the filler can't go. And so, I mean, yeah, they're saying Ozempic face, but I don't know. You heard it here first that Erica's on it. Kyle, just please admit it. She's like tripling down on that, like on that Daily Mail or paid six. Every time I see it, it pops up. I, I make a comment. I'm like, I love Ozempic. So I'm I'm out and proud. I'm gay, I'm Jewish. I and on three, the <laughs> I have three homes and I'm on Manjaro, which is the same thing as Ozempic. They're all the same. It's just different. Oh, so God, I'm going to be honest with you. And most people are DMing me being like, at least you're fucking honest. At least I am, honest. it's refreshing. It's refreshing because people are so full of shit. And I didn't I didn't really listen to the Chelsea Handler quote. I saw it like a headline everywhere. I don't know what she really said about it, except for something about not knowing she was on it or something. I don't know. Or that Which, people needed it for diabetes or if whatever. If you don't know you're on it, I mean, she said, then I don't know what you think you're stabbing yourself with. I think she said she thought she was stabbing herself with like energy shots or something. I mean, that that's even more ridiculous than Kyle. Um, what do we think about Brandy Glanville saying that on Girls Trip, yeah, she ain't feeling, she's not going to be feeling Camille. I mean, they're off, they're filming, they're going to be, ra- they're wrapping up filming. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that her and Camille had that much of a spat. Well, I mean, Brandy says basically she's furious with Camille because Camille told Denise Richards through the press to sue um, <clears throat> Brandy for the, you know, because Brandy kind of fueled which I think we all think at this point allegedly is true that Brandy and Denise had a threesome or hooked up. Um, but you know what? I don't blame Brandy. I'm kind of team Brandy on this. Brandy said, look, we were, we've been cool. I thought. And then this whole Denise thing came and Camille is just a fair weather fan. This is what Brandy is saying. Well, she just kisses up to whoever is on RHOBH and she'll say whatever to get in the press. And basically she told the press if she were Denise, she'd be suing Brandy. And Brandy's like, why the fuck would you say that? You know, so supposedly Brandy says, I'm going to have real beef. I want to throw down with Camille when I see her because she's such a flip flopper. She did. And she also said that she's listen, she kind of resolved things with Taylor and she had just as many problems with her. I mean, although they haven't really talked since. So, I mean, perhaps, you know, she'll she'll be okay with Camille at the end of this. I mean, as a total aside, she also said she was a little afraid of Carolyn Manzo. Well, I mean, I understood that. I I kind of chuckled at that. I understand. Like, I'd be that, afraid yeah. of Carolyn Manzo too. Yeah. <laughs> Who I actually have met um, at the Javits Center in New York at a uh, home and like furniture show. Uh, who is could not have been lovelier, but again, that was like a really brief interaction. But I would be afraid of Carolyn too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've met her. Lovely. I would be afraid of her. You know? Yeah. And Brandy I mean, said that. No joke. Right. And Brandy said, she's just like, hey, bitch, what the fuck's up? Like, that's just her way of speaking to people. And she's like, you know, I might do that with Carolyn and Carolyn might not understand that that's my like, hey, girl, my language, like what the right my language and like, what the hell are you saying? And listen, I just think, guys, I mean, is anybody out there, please DM, is anybody out there excited for the already filmed coming out R-H-U-G-T Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 3? I, I think we should just skip over and get to four. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yeah, I've completely forgotten about three. I don't, yeah. I Heather know. Gay, no thank you. Whitney Rose, no. Th- I mean, I just think in this setting, Giselle, eh, I don't know. Portia, not my cup of tea. Leah McSweeney, I, I, I won't even comment. I am trying to keep it positive here today. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, Candace. Yeah, I like a candy gal. We love candy down. gal. She throws down. Who else is on this RH? You know, on the third one. I mean, who else? Um, I honestly don't watch that. I I I watched uh, the second one because of you. But I, you know, you and I talk about this. My DVR is so full. They're like last on my list. I mean, unless it became so good. I mean, I I got to get on Miami train long before I'm getting on girls trip. So I mean, God bless you if yes, you all you watch. Do. But I mean, four. I'm not even really that into four. I mean, I love Brandy. I love Camille coming. Alex McCord, of course, I I will be curious, but still, I mean, you know, Ava's coming back, um, Phaedra's coming back. We've seen them already. Uh, Brandy's so coming Vicky, back. Victoria Vicky. Gumbleson. To me, I think they're just going to kind of recycle these same people over and over so they can pay them less, but still have them as a housewife. But the, I mean, compared to this fifteen to sixty thousand that I've mentioned, the girls' trip is still it's at like the two fifty. They it's a lot of money for like a week to 10 it's like 10 days yeah, for like 300 yeah. grand and if people right. like they might have given carolyn manzo a little more but that's wow that's a lot of money Huge. um so that i'm excited about um what else could we talk about do you want to talk about i mean this one shocked me what what is the future of girls trip and and miami peacock lost 2.5 billion was it dollars last year billion darling billion with a b Almost, almost 3 billion, actually. Um, Very fascinating article. I read it on Apple. I mean, doesn't sound good. Did Netflix and Hulu lose money in the beginning? Everybody did. did, Yeah. Well, no, I don't think so. When they first started, I think they were going gangbusters because Netflix and Hulu were pioneers. The issue that they're running into is Peacock only has 20 million subscribers. Sounds like a lot. But most of them pay between $4.99, $12.99. You're competing with Disney that has $250 million. Disney now owns Hulu subscribers. You have Netflix also at like $198 million or something subscribers. So they're way – the concern is they're so far behind. Can they – catch up. You also have the HBO Warner Brothers merger. They're going to start – they've got Discovery Plus. So – you know, the article was like hemming and hawing, right? On the one hand, they feel like they've their biggest losses, this was their biggest loss that they're ever going to take. And losses are going to start being smaller and smaller, and then eventually they're going to make profit. But at the same time, they're like, how many years is that going to take? And can Peacock really hold out? Like, can they can they bring the content that's going to I mean, they got to make up a huge deficit. They got to get 60 million, 70 million subscribers. They got to at least get to 100 million. How are they going to do that? Did they mention Girls Trip or Miami or The Housewives? Um, they mentioned a lot of scripted shows uh, from what I recall from the article. Let me look. Uh, because the thing is, like, in our world, like, you think of Netflix. I mean, again, I'm preaching to the choir. Nobody listens. But, you know, some of the best reality shows that have ever existed. Bling Empire is brilliant. Selling Sunset is brilliant. Selling the OC. Now you have Alex Hall and Tyler Sunderland. Tyler was on the podcast. Guys, listen to the episode. They're now like off and he's left Britney Snow. I thought selling at Tampa was good. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was good. You know, I don't know what it's canceled. My Unorthodox Life is great. Like Netflix has a great roster of, you know, they have Dubai Bling now of reality shows. I just think Peacock 
you know, it's okay. You could go both. Netflix has gone both, right? They have Stranger Things and they've had so many things. I just think like, I have said this before. I think any Bravo webpage or podcast, I think anything with Bravo in the title or too focused on Bravo to me, long-term is not the right business model. That is my opinion. I think it's too, like, if Peacock is going to be just based on Girls Trip and Housewives in Miami, I don't know. Like, what's going to happen when that plays itself out? Like, that's great. I would start with, like, where's your 90-day? Where's your Bachelor? Where's your, you know, Jersey Shore? Where's your, start ripping off. You know, that is what... Like what, what they did for selling Sunset and OC, that's based on Housewives. It's like, let's take this show and now franchise it in every city. They have Bling Empire New York now, which I have to watch with Miss Dorothy Wang. So it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's, I like Girls Trip and I love Miami. I just think like as a network, if you're going to do reality, like you got to start branching out, guys. I mean, the only thing they say, they don't mention, I just looked at the article. I don't see any mention of, girls trip um or miami they do seem to say perhaps peacock has something up there like maybe they're going to merge as we've seen hbo warner brothers some of these other ones merge so maybe there'll be a merger that will save them but it does not sound good now i mean you know again are they closing up shop tomorrow no i mean they've got a lot of these productions in the works for a while but you know i mean now we're seeing there's so many streaming services now so many streaming services. You know what we also need to talk about is, and whatever we don't get to on list, we'll do at the next episode, but Rinna is over there. So she's in, by the way, I didn't see That's Erica great. in in any shows. Like Erica is in, she was with Rinna. Listen, it's hard to get invited to, if you get invited, I mean, I've done New York City Fashion Week. Paris Fashion Week is even more exclusive. To get into the show, you either need to like basically spend like $250,000 a year on that particular brand-ish or be a celebrity. I mean, yes, there's all sorts of people that are buyers and like in the industry, of course, there's the, in, the, the room is filled. But I'm just saying like, an average housewife can't just walk into a show. This is where I go back to what I've said, that I know everyone hates Lisa Rinna. I do not think Lisa Rinna is Nicole Kidman or Julia Roberts, nor will she ever be. She has this overseas, she has, there is, she has some, she has celebrity status. She does. Again, she's not A-list. She is not Nicole Kidman. She's not Julia. She's not Brad. She's not having dinner with George Clooney. But she was in all of those shows and she was front row. And that is not easy. Sutton was also with, you know, Jennifer Tilly, but we all know Sutton probably spends 250 on every single brand there. And she's a fashion girl. So Sutton always does Paris Fashion Week is in his front row. But Rinna is really, don't worry about her. You know, this isn't like a, she is living, listen, and maybe it's staged. It doesn't feel staged to me now. Like to me, She's not trying to be like, oh, my team tells me not to post about Housewives. Let me break. To me, she was like, that was great. I did the job. I held on. I gave my exit interview and I fought with all of you and I posted life is going to be okay. She kind of moved on from where I'm standing. Like she's right. Z-Way, who is really hot right now, is like walks up to her. I don't know if that was staged. It probably was, but it maybe not, right? 
Yeah, it was kind of awkward, wasn't it? When you she walked, walked up to her. So Z-Way was hosting, right? And she walked up to Rena and she said, I'm in a bad uh, mood, so I don't know. But I, I thought it was very, I thought it was like weird, didn't you? Yeah, like she said something like, like I, you know, I own it. And then she, I mean, Lisa was in the front. She handed on, it seemed on the spot microphone to her and said like, you know, what about you? Do you own it? And Rena's like, I came out of the fucking womb owning it or whatever. And then Z-Way's like, I'm going to own it too. But like, I mean, there you are in Paris at Fashion Week. And I mean, you're going up to Lisa And you're getting a huge shout out from Z-Way. I mean, that's, that's great. And Rena ought to be on her show. That would be great. I mean, oh my God, that would be... I don't know. That's that where it's like, so Z-Way knows what housewives, I'm mean, not saying Z-Way is Nicole Kim. I'm just saying like, there's other celebrities there. You could go have a moment. Oh, with, like, I think everybody knows Ren. I mean, Ren is, Ren is, I, you know, I, I don't know. Known. I mean, I love, I love Rena. I mean, I've, I, I have said that on this podcast. Me too. I, think, I think, I think there will be a noticeable absence. I, I mean, I think RHOBH is kind of so big now. I don't think that the ratings are going to be like a huge difference, but you're going to really notice a miss. Although I've said it a thousand times. I'll be very curious. These Bravo shows, every time they remove these iconic women from New York to Atlanta, the ratings do go down. They go down. I'm sorry. The ratings have never been the same on Atlanta since Nene has gone, since Phaedra left. They've never been the same. New York doesn't even exist now without Bethany, without Luann, without Ramona, regardless of what you think of them. I mean... I don't know. You know, they've yeah, never the OC without Vicky and Tamara. Oh uh, my god. I mean, does toilet. that have any ratings? I mean, I, you know, really, and please challenge me. I mean, is there is there a the OC, believe it better? or not, does better. It's like equal to Atlanta. It's like was that like 1.2? It slipped, and Kelly Dodd was there to tell us every time it slipped every week because she says I'm not on it anymore. But it does, let me put it this way. The ratings for the OC were way better. I think there should have been 100,000 people watching because the last two episodes, last two seasons of the OC were that plus this season of Salt Lake to me are the three worst seasons. in. That's just to me in Housewives history. The Elizabeth Vargas season, the Dr. Jen season of the OC, and this past season of R-H-O-S-L-C are the three worst seasons in Housewives history of any franchise. That is my opinion. Roni season 13, again, I don't know if it's just because I am a New Yorker. I didn't hate it as much as all you do. That's just my thing. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't, you didn't like it. I know you've told me I, I didn't hate it. I thought, I, I, I thought it was I fine. I don't even watch, I don't even watch OC. I couldn't even get through. I mean, after they did an entire episode, and I actually, I like Heather and Terry, but after they did an entire episode of like a tour of her house and it, it just was like, okay, this is the Heather show. And Heather's the only reason why I did watch it. <laughs> I, like, know, I, I know, I just you, love and Heather. I, I like Heather and, and you've said amazing things about her, but I just, it was not compelling to me. I didn't care. Um, you know, uh, R-H-O-B-H. I'm really R-H-O-B-H, R-H-O-P. I actually think R-H-O-P is really good. I've said that this season. I've fallen off the Atlanta train. I've, I watched Salt Lake. I thought the last two episodes of Salt Lake were awesome. Um, It got better. Um, You know what else? So I, I was going to say, so, well, I mean, Rena is living her best life and, you know, just, I I think she's, I think she's really over it. Granted, okay, she's in Paris fashion week when she's going to have to come home, but I think she's over it. Before we go, and we'll say yes, some we of these to, things yeah. for less time, I just have to say quickly, what did you think of the R-H-O-P 
because we all know those girls have the memo. They're not allowed to wear what they want. They always get their color code. I love a good color code. Oh, we what need a did whole dedication. Think? No, we got to do this next time. Next okay. Time. I did a whole you have a lot to say. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. my God. Did you rank them? Like, yes. A, oh, okay. So, you know I, what? I, I mean, I'm going to do that. Okay. A whole fashion police breakdown. I mean, I will say this. They, this is the best they have all ever looked, period. And I would bet anybody on that. Oh, we're gonna but disagree. There were some we are gonna disagree, girl. I'm gonna words. I'm gonna rank them now that I know you did that. I'll do best to worst. There's one in particular. I don't want to say who and we'll do because Kim and I do this all the time. There's one in particular, and we'll do it next time, that I absolutely positively hate. And then I keep staring and I'm like, I might love this. And then I'm like, I hate it, but I love it. there's one that I'm very, very, very conflicted on. But we'll do that next time. Um we're okay. going to do the Potomac looks. We're going to do other things. We have Dick. You know, I promise I won't quit between now and then. I'll at least do the Sarah, review. Sarah's <laughs> having a bad day, guys. She might quit. Like, here's, but I've always told everyone this. I've always told everyone this. At the end, because people are like Kim D and do a second episode. They're telling Kim to go get her own podcast. Guess why? Good luck with Kim. And I'm, I'm going to godfather Kim on the next episode and give her a fucking, I got some words for Kim D. Let her go get her own podcast. Good luck, girl. Let's see how long that fucking lasts. Um, everyone's, where's Kim D's second show, Sarah? At the end of the day, guys, they're all going to quit on me. Everyone. And I don't run a tight ship here, guys. We love Sarah. But she's going to be quitting. Kim is, everyone's going to quit. And it's going to be just me. And I know you're all like rolling your eyes and you don't want that. But you're going to have no choice. It's going to be just me. I will not quit on you people. Please don't quit, Sarah. Nobody I wants know, you I to quit. I know. I love you so much. I know. No, we do have amazing week. chemistry. I just, just think um, of how much fun you have here. <laughs> I love, I love, this is good. See, this gets Stephen Yontif like on the um the love bomb train. I love you. This is you have fun and I here. do adore you. We do. We will keep going. I just we're gonna get into a schedule. And you know, part of me is like, can we just do one episode a week? Anyway, but we'll figure no, it out. No, we can do two shorter episodes if you want. One episode is not the way to go. I'm sorry. All right. I'm All right. Sorry. I love you at the Sarah I, Fraser show. I'll, you know, I'll start having to take you out for drinks one day a week when I live in LA, like the days I'm the months I'm here. How's that? Okay. In your pool. Okay. okay. I love bye. bye. Yeah. Come and bye. use my pool, girl. Okay. I'm, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. All right, David. Yandip. See you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, 
and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.